Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Okay, tonight's show. Tell me if you can relate. Sometimes you just don't feel like having sex. Totally get it. I'm going to help you find your missing sex drive. Also, if sex is bad on the first date, will it be bad forever? Did you go back for round two? What do you think? Also, are you craving more sexual experiences in your relationship? I'll share the best steps to make it happen. All this and more. More and more and more on Sex with Emily. Thanks for listening. Okay. I'm sorry if you're still in one of those cities where it's, you know, a little cold. It's going to be hot soon because right now it's like 95 degrees in Los Angeles and we're all sweating our balls off. Even people who don't have balls, they're sweating them off. So I'm here to tell you about Down Under Comfort because if you haven't checked out Down Under Comfort, it is going to save your balls, your boobs, your life, anywhere you sweat on your body that you don't want to sweat. You know those times that you're sweating, you just have no control and you're like, gosh, you know, down there you're not so fresh or under your breath and you can't stop it. You're not going to put deodorant there. Down Under Comfort is like a cream to a powder formula. It's kind of like how people use talcum powder, but this isn't messy. It's vegan, all natural, and you smell amazing all day long. If you put it on, you won't sweat because it's just gross when you can't control it. Also, Men's Health voted it the number one product you didn't know you needed. So check out Down Under Comfort. Oh, oh, check out this out. Until May 17th, you get a free Down Under Comfort with any menage a trois candle purchase with code PLEASURE. Also, anytime. Use code EMILY for 20% off your first order at emilyandtony.com. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. The women know about shrinkage. Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. But you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. And there's so much in between, right? Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Happy Masturbation Month. We're about a week in. How's it going for you? How is that masturbation going for you? Anderson, I love you for so many things, and one of them is your ability to pull out the exact right sound effect at any moment. That was a, f- a filthy one. Is this microphone work? That was I have filthy. no idea. I don't like to play we heard your fluids. Pl- I apologize. You you love bodily fluids. We were just talking. What? I do dude, not. You do. You're because you're a dude. I do not love bodily fluids. Let me tell you fluids. how men and women differ. There's a lot of ways they differ, obviously. But one major way they differ is in their sense of humor around, like, men are like, fart jokes, poop jokes. Women I'm not do not those. find those interesting I'm, at all. Yeah, no shit. You just I'm not, made a cum thing. Yeah, that's totally different from pooping. Dude, I'm saying any women don't find that funny. <laughs> no one's laughing. But, <laughs> Women but are going gross. It's a masturbation month. So <laughs> no, it's cute. There. I yeah, like yeah. it. I, I, no, I was actually started out complimenting you on your ability to just nail said, it. Yeah, and then you said you're a chick and you don't like that kind of thing. No, I don't like bathroom humor. That's what I'm I saying. I'm with you, sister. Okay, whatever. I guess I'm thinking like my cat. I hate the scat. Hate it. Okay, so here's the deal about masturbation month, though. I actually made a commitment on a show a few weeks ago that well, I was explaining the purpose of Masturbation Month. If you've never heard me talk about it, it's every May. You're like, whatever, you know, I've got my hand. I've been using it since the third grade. What the hell? And women are like, yeah, I know how to do it. I just go, and it's done, and it's what? Well, I said, well, why do I need this month? What do they do? They go, oh, here, I got my orgasm. I touch my clitoris. I do whatever. stick my finger. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, done, done, got it. Okay, like, what's for dinner? But Masturbation Month is time to explore yourself and figure out what like there's so many other ways that you can feel good on your body that you don't know so for example i committed a few weeks ago that this was going to be my month to explore explore my body and try to have a nipple orgasm you're also going to get a unicorn as a pet um i mean you should you should aim high why no dude because listen let me tell you something. You've heard me tell the story about my friend masturbated every day for 30 days, didn't have an orgasm until like the last day in college, and that's how she learned. I believe that nobody spends any time at all challenging themselves sexually about the pleasure they can feel. Like I'm not saying challenge yourself to see how many like math problems you can do. I'm saying what if you could have orgasms in different ways? Like what if you could move your hand in a different way, Anderson, that felt amazing that you didn't even know because you always do it the same way? Our bodies have unlimited capacity for pleasure. Why not have this month to make it happen? Yeah, like I've never committed. I've never committed to the nipple. Okay, so it's the second most common orgasm, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I like my. I could do it. It'll be fun. 
What do you think? That's not going to happen. I th- I'm, I'm am happy I embarrassing you? That you're your face high. is. Am I embarrassing you? No, not at all. Okay. No. Wait, are you kidding me? Come I on. never thought I could. Oh, come on now. Now, are you going to be honest? Remember- you, look at me. Look what? me in the eye. Yes. Are you going to be honest if it happens? Are you going to like uh, play it up? Yeah, totally. Hmm? I'm working. No, I'm committing to like tr- to putting of- in moments of try. Uh, I'm putting in days. I mean, I, I can't do it every day because anytime. Days you yep. have. Thank God it's a 31 yeah. day month and not like that hellish friggin' April. How cool will it be if you actually break through on the 31st? It'd be amazing. Yeah. And so all I'm saying is there's been certain things in my life where I have thought that. And this is what mas- like masturbation is a mouth is. I've thought like I couldn't have a G spot orgasm or I couldn't do this during intercourse. Like there's just ways I, you know, a lot of women only thirty percent say they can. So you conquered but the G. I learned myself. No, what I'm saying, I taught did myself. You, you, you did conquer the G spot though. Totally, okay, I conquered cool. it all, but it didn't come naturally. So what I'm saying is, I had to try. Right, I'm exactly. Out. What else did you uh, defeat? Overcome everything. How much time do you have? All right. Well, anal okay. orgasm. Ever have that? No, I haven't no? worked on okay. that one. Well, that's like not that. top of my list. That's on my bucket list. What are you gonna? What what kind of uh, things are you gonna implement for the uh, the nipple achievement? Are you gonna use clamps? Are you gonna use like feather dusters? What you are you know gonna what? use? I'm just gonna Vibrators? it's like how everyone. So no matter what you want to find out, like also all I'm saying is it, orgasm shouldn't be the goal. Like I found other parts of my body that are really sensitive that I didn't know were through this process of touching myself and love, self love, sex is masturbation. You wash your hands a lot. Totally, dude. Okay. I don't even do it enough. It's on my calendar schedule now. It's like masturbate t- pops up. That's fun in a meeting when you're plugged into a PowerPoint. So anyway, um, I, yeah, so I've experienced like different toys too that I use, like hit your labia in different ways that feel good. Like they, because the, the clitoris has 8,000 nerve endings, but they all stretch down. There's like too nerves. Many. Way too many. And we're so lucky. It's double that of the penis. So we, yeah, and it's just these come. roots. It's these deep roots that you could feel so much. Like women, you could, I'm t- they can have multiple orgasms, but they just think one stopped. You know, what if you could have multiple? It's so limit. It's such a limiting belief by women because they've never had it through intercourse or through masturbating that they can't have a multiple orgasm. For example, when uh, when a guy orgasms, so there's a very good possibility he's creating life. When a, when a girl orgasms, it's like, oh, good for you. Isn't that cute? Yeah, it, right. It's really kind of pointless. What do you mean you're creating life if you're alone? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh, well, not alone, but If you're sex. having sex. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. Like our or, our orgasm like creates life, like makes the species move forward. And what is our, ours just a waste? Oh, you're saying ours is useless. Yeah, the 8,000 things are a waste. Yeah. No, because women have really hard in life, and we should have something that's just like really fun and really Those heels hurt. Those feet. Oh, dude, don't get me started on that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying for guys, too. You're like, well, what can I do? You know, I always talk about like the flashlight. And it's not just because like I work with them as a sponsor and they love the show and I love them. It's because I know guys who've tried it. They're like, oh, that's pretty cool. Well, I've been using my hand forever. Um, you could explore your anus. Whatever. We don't have to get into it all. But what I'm telling you is I'm teaching. What the point is, I'm teaching a masturbation month workshop at Hustler Stores, May 15th, 7 to 9. And last workshop was so cool because I don't do a lot of workshops. And I I really enjoyed it because I got to meet all these listeners. That you know, like you do your After Disaster live show. Yeah, we've done a couple of them. Right. And people come and they love you. They buy a t-shirt. Like I don't do, – so this one, was fun. One girl fainted. Because she met you? She fainted because she met us. Yes. See what I mean? And fire department so had to come. Yeah, I like sit cool. in a room with you doing podcast. Really? It's a true, true story, yeah. When she met you. Us mainly Mike Corona, to be honest, but yes. Oh my god, that's hilarious! See, dude, so rock star, you're a rock star. We're like so, the Beatles, pretty much. Yeah. You are. We're so, um, I'm gonna do it. Last time it was so fun. I got to meet a lot of people. There was like 200 people there. We have champagne. Honest. What? On how many percentage wise? How many of them are creepy? None. And what? here's the come weird on, thing. Come on, come on. Dude, Your listeners, there's got to be a percentage. See, okay, can I just tell you something? That is one of the complete like misnomers. Yeah, misnomers, I guess, or um, that's one of the the myths about my show. People think that there's like creepy guys like that are like sitting up. Maybe they are sitting up, jacking off. I don't know. But when they come to my events, everyone's like really like there was men, women, couples. Like there was no creepers. We didn't have to call the police. You didn't see them. They're hiding in the bushes. You right? can see them. It's a bright. It's a huge store, and people. It's bright lights, and there's like, security. And if they were like jacking off in the corner, they'd be kicked out. I can. See, I mean, it, it's it makes sense. The after disaster, the film vault. Uh, th- those shows are not about sex, and we have I'd say conservatively twenty percent are creepy. Creepy listeners. But you guys are creepy. No, we're not creepy at all. Oh, okay. We're well, honest. Then I'm not we're sure. open and honest. Well, so am I. But you're right. And my topic is about sex. So it's yeah. ironic that my, my listeners are normal. I mean, not that normal. I hate that word. That my listeners don't seem creepy. Well adjusted. 
they're well-adjusted people who just want to learn about sex. So the last workshop was fun because Hustler Hollywood, if you haven't been, it's a cool store. On It's legendary. And it's – people think Hustler, they think like porn magazine. It's yeah, a, it's still got that it's image It's a classy store. I got it's it. Classy. So they've got every toy that I – so I'm going to do that, teach a workshop. But I'm getting into it. I have a Volvo puppet. What? A vagina puppet. Does it have a name? Um, you know what? I should name Viola my Volvo. Viola the Volvo. Okay, email me feedback at sex with Emily. What should I name my Volvo puppet? Um, but it's cool because I'm going to get into like these different parts of their, your bodies that you didn't know existed for pleasure, and then I'm going to walk you through all the fun stuff toys I talk about after I give my give my workshop about the toys you might like to buy. The ones I talk about, you can actually see them, and champagne, and giveaways, and good times. RSVP H A R S V P at lfp.com. What day of the week is that? LarryFlintProductions.com. What? What day of the week is that? It is a um, Friday night. Oh, good. It's May 15th, 7 to 9. Right across the street from the uh, world-famous uh, Whiskey A-Go-Go. Exactly. Let's all go for drinks after. Yeah. Masturbate or have a... Uh, that'd be inappropriate. That right? probably would not be appropriate. But you could leave it out there for a possibility. Um, okay, will you come? I... <laughs> See? I get it. Zell jokes. Okay, there's one more thing. Okay, you guys, I'm trying to like not talk about this stuff at the beginning of the show because I really just want to get on with helping you through your sex life. But the one more thing I have to mention, because if I don't now, I'll forget. May 12th, which is before this, which is a Tuesday, um, and it's the day after Anderson's birthday. Correct? Good memory, kid. I want to buy you a drink, and I'm doing a – you know, like when you listen to podcasts, you go see Anderson's podcast. Sometimes I'll do a Sex Emily podcast. I'm going to be a guest on For Crying Out Loud – Lynette Carolla's podcast, and it's going to be live May 12th, Tin Horn Flats in Hollywood off Highland Avenue. Doors open at 6. It's 8 p.m. It's free admission. And um, you can't even RSVP, so just show up. It's going to be awesome because she's hilarious. It'll be a good time. I'm the guest on the show. Love it. She's such a sweet lady. I love her. I love her. She's hilarious. Her show's so fun. I know. Love that woman. And it's going to be really fun and funny. And just let's hang out and have a drink. Okay. Today's show, we got a lot to cover. What? She's overcome some crazy sexual stuff. Would as far as she actually has sex with Adam Carolla, <laughs> and she's even procreated with him. I mean, can you imagine? You're trying to find the nipple uh, orgasm. She found the Corolla orgasm how, somehow. I, I that's a, that's a dude. She loves him, finds him sexy. But she was on my podcast. You guys should all listen to this podcast. It was awesome. It was a very popular. It came out a few weeks ago, and she said, "You know what? Her one of her secrets is in this my- closing her eyes and pretending it's someone else. She never says no to the blowjob. Mm-hmm. Married for twenty. They've been together twenty years. Never, never. Uh-huh. And I agree with her." I worked with Corolla for years and years, and one of he, many funny things, but one of his funnier things that he'd go to often is he'd explain to the lady listeners and callers that uh, he, rece- he receives really good oral. He gets he receives a really good, he would show like his style, how he would do it. See, I like to put my hands behind my head and tilt back, yeah. What he you, did? Like, this was years ago? or Years ago, yeah. He right. would always talk about what great well, oral he clearly receives. It's a, right. It's and, funny. Right. And she, whatever, and she talked, she talked a lot about their sex life, and her. she's just fucking hilarious. I love her. So the show will be fun. So everyone may uh, just show up. Tin Horn Flats. I think it's on my website. Or it's my Twitter, Sex with Emily. You can find it. Okay. I've got some sex in the news for you, Anderson. And I'm glad you're here. Because I think this is like a really important study that came out. And I'd like to talk to you about it. Let's do it. Men like morning sex. Women like it late at night. That is absolutely true. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. But there's scientists who spend good money and time actually proving it. Who's, now, who's I just money? thought. It's so weird. Who knows? Universities. I'll tell you. So I think it's obvious. Like men wake up with a boner and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, let's have sex. Isn't that like why you have that? You're like in the morning that you're like, this would be natural. I'm already hard. Let's go. For me, because it's a good motivator to get out of bed. It's a great way to start your day. And a lot of the time I'm go, go, go. I would think that you are too. By the end of the day, it's just like I'm really fucking tired. I don't want to do a bunch of work right now. Right. And it feels like work to you. At that time, sometimes yes, like at the because end of you feel like I gotta do this, day. I gotta do that. I don't want to do foreplay. Yeah. Plus, I don't, you know, half-ass it. I How just... about the weekends? Weekends is like whenever it goes. So, okay. Yeah. So listen, women are night owls when it comes to passion in the bedroom, while men favor the early morning approach. I'm like, no shit. But a new study has shown that women most desire sex, and this breaks it down to the times of day, at 11:21 p.m. But men's optimum time for passion is more than 15 hours earlier at 7:54 a.m. This is terrible news for me. D- why? Because my wife is never with me at 1121. Oh, never. You're on Loveline every night till midnight. Well, you know, I'm glad she still loves you. Not cool. Despite a busy day in the office or running errands, the fairer sex are most likely to feel passionate between 11 p.m. and 2 a.m., while men are far more inclined to feel sexy before midday, though with the preferred time slot of between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. 
don't wake my ass up. Like if I'm sleeping still, just have sex if you're going to work. You know what I mean? I, I, I but I, I actually, I like both. I got to be honest. But it, I don't like when, if I don't want to, you guys wake up. It's like the dick in the back. You've heard of that. Yeah, I've heard of that. You don't, you don't. But I usually, I'm up easy. I'm just saying if I'm sleeping, you know what? I actually don't. Can I be honest? This is really revealing. I, I like morning sex too. I don't like yeah. to say no. I, I like. I can get Emily. into it. We're, we're yeah, but like, I, no. But honestly, you guys, there's something that I don't like. But I'm, I'm, I'm actually into it. I'm like, you know what? Why not start the day with it? Like you just said, right? Great you way like to start it, the day. You like it when you wake up and it's happening. Yeah, yeah, totally. That's so fun. I'm like, great. I'm in. Some of the best sex ever is like when you're uh, both asleep and then you both kind of start happening. You know, it starts happening when you're kind it's of the best. unconscious. Oh, yeah. that's hot. Oh, yeah, awesome. I love that. So what I'm saying is, I love it. It's kind of like I wish, like I always say that sex is like you don't want to go to the gym and then you go and you're glad you went. Like I wish I could wake up and my workouts over too. Like but, you, you know. say, yeah, you've said you've never uh, had sex and then regretted it afterwards. Wait, ever. I mean, you do with strangers a lot. Well, yeah, I like creepy. My, when I sleep with my creepy listeners, sometimes right. that's yeah. really weird. On the couch. On my couch, exactly. Um, so it's no wonder that couples and other can struggle to maintain a healthy sex life. They feel frisky at different times. Is this the solution? The, this is the thing that's going to change lives. The difference in sex is optimum moment for passion as revealed in a new survey. 2,300 people looked at the sex drives. Um, so just, uh, let's see what it see. Desire levels for women throughout the day reach their peak, like I said, between 11 and 2 a.m. Okay, is, that, so, uh, is that daylight savings time? Yeah, I don't know. 68% of women and 60... I wonder if there is a, like a moment in daylight... No, there is no overlap. Maybe when they travel abroad and they have jet lag. 68% of women and 63% of men have dated someone whose sex drives were different from their own, which is totally common. And it's not even about times a day, but it's just even, you know, how often you want to have sex and stuff. So there's a difference how couples' sex drives vary over week. They get... They, but what the encouraging part of the study, this is not going to be a bummer. Many re- men are ready for sex just before breakfast, whereas women, most on passion, last thing at night. And what is encouraging, most people tend to find sexual happiness in the end with a partner with similar needs. So I don't know if that's like they're saying that you got to find a night owl if you're a night owl or you just compromise. You're like three nights a week we'll do in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do? I change clocks. Like I, I change her watch and her bed. But don't you think it's about a? I don't think this is going to be like the deciding factor in a relationship. Nah, but especially if you're married, I think it's more important if you don't like doing the same things. Besides, it. like if you don't have the same rhythms as far as just how you move through life. Like you like to. That's every relationship it. though, and it sucks when it when sex is. You well, know, sex low does I mean is a bummer when there's a problem with it. When but you this don't line up sexually, even if it is, and there's so many different ways to line up or not line up sexually, but what, yeah, time is a big factor. I mean, I've, I've experienced it. I'm experiencing it now. Most people, that is one of the biggest killers. So what I'm saying is either, how can you, was it but always, if you're a guy, was it like this since want, the beginning? So, but you do have sex then when you don't want to. Yeah, like at night, I get that's if that's when it's, and she doesn't like to do it in the morning. She doesn't feel sexy. A lot of women. Did she don't say feel no? Sexy. I know, but I say women just go for it sometimes. Like I think if you if you give in every once in a while, then you're getting the variety of having sex at different times. There's really never like a no in a relationship. We, we'll do it, but we don't. You know, that's the key to a lot of uh, relationships that, as well as you do things you don't necessarily want to do, and then like Emily says, once you start, you're you're happy. Right. Okay. And I'm going to put this on my website so you can all read the study because it's interesting because it breaks yeah, where down. Where does the study come day. from? Um, I, you gotta cite these fuckers. No, dude. Okay, so Love Honey, which is a, the biggest sex like sex research distribution, sex toy distribution company. So I will put it up there, but it also breaks down to like six to nine a.m., nine a.m. to one p.m. Like the best times of day you should all whatever. So you know, it's just interesting because mismatched libidos, different times of day, couples have. You know, let's try to work this one out, one problem at a time. Pornhub, this is a funny one. Did you hear this? Buys a guy a new laptop after he smashed it to hide porn porn from his mom. How do they find out? Were they so, watching? Check this. Denzel Michael was browsing Pornhub when it froze just as he heard his mother coming up the stairs. He claims he had no other recourse than to smash the laptop. Smash it. But now Pornhub is offering to buy him a new computer. Because he posted it on Instagram. Although the sticker covered laptop is a joke because it's a picture of the laptop they're sending him. They're serious about getting Michael a new laptop. We appreciate his loyalty as well as his clear sense of judgment in picking our site as a digital destination for some adult whatever. Dude, I'm sure his parents are going to be thrilled. I don't think they're going to be reading about Pornhub. Who knows? As a result. He's kind of an idiot though. Why? Because he smashed it? You just close it. You just close it. No, but this is the thing. Let me tell you why I thought the same thing. Um, They wrote, as a result, we would like to send him a brand new laptop alongside some awesome Pornhub swag to use for his continued pleasure. Uh, Here's the thing. A lot of parents stalk their kids' phones. Like there's parents who do checks like once a week on their kids' laptops. Like maybe he's got these serious, 
yeah, just close it. But what if his mom is like, oh, let me see. Who knows? Yeah, that's bad. Time. No, I hear about this all the time. They check it every night. They know the. Pa- I used to have this whole system where, like, I had like a like a very innocuous uh, website at the bottom, minimized. And then if anyone would come in, I could easily just like open that one up, you know, full screen it. Yeah. So then I would Everyone's like, got their systems. Like Sesame Street or something. You know, something very innocuous, like uh, horses. And, and then, but I never came to Clear that. Clear browser Never came to that. Actually, you hear people coming and you just- you, well, That's true. But now these, like, you know, I don't know how old he is. But how many other men's now are going to smash their laptops to get a free? I don't think they're going to do it all the time. No. That, obviously, Pornhub just wanted the story to continue. So they came with a response and they were giving him a laptop and they're getting a bunch of free publicity for it. Pornhub. I know Whatever. Pornhub. Now we're giving them free. Yeah, you do? Yeah, I'm familiar with you. Can I ask you a question about Uh-oh. that? Uh-oh. So when you're surfing for porn, would you say that you regularly, like, it's always the same thing? That your go-to, like, on this day, that? Or is it more like you don't even know what you're going to look for when you get sit down? Yeah, or... when you get to my age, you kind of... Like, are you planning it on your drive home? Very few frontiers. Are you like, I might search for no, white... No, I'm not on my way Pacific. home. So right when you get to the, I want to know that when the decision process is what this you're going to watch actually. that night. I just recognized this the other day, and God damn it, my wife, she will kill me if she ever hears it. She doesn't but, listen. No, she doesn't listen to my shows. So right, totally. Uh, I don't know about you, but like, there's certain bars that I go to, and whenever I go to that bar, I have that drink. Right. Like this bar, I only drink beer. That Absolutely. bar, I have Jamesons. This bar, I always like order a seven and seven. For what? The only time I ever have ginger ale is when I'm flying on a plane. I don't know why, but that's different places in the house, different devices. It, that dictates what kind of porn I'm going to look at. I don't know why. Like when you're on the iPad, you like blank. If I'm, if I'm sneaking around, the wife's asleep, you know, late at night, and uh, I'm on the couch, uh, I'm going to look at certain things. And if I'm in the back guest room, which I never do, to when my you guests, feel safer, uh, I'll look at different stuff. I don't know if it's safer. If I'm looking on my phone, I'll go to this. You know what I mean? Well, like give me an example, like different, like anal is more on here and threesome is more on there, that kind of thing. It's always amateur variety, always amateur variety. I can't stand women who get dressed up to look sexy and then have uh, sex on the camera and they're looking at the camera. I hate it. Ugh, I can't just stand the amateur it. stuff, which there's so much of it. Right, but amateur stuff's awesome. It is still Even a huh? lot of it's fake. <laughs> right, exactly. These days, but you know what? Who cares? They're making it look good. Right. I told you the wife. She. Looked at the browser history. She was looking for something. It was actually, she was totally I'm innocent. Sure. This was years ago when we first started living together, and she found uh, amateur facials. And because like, she was typing in something in the computer, and it was back before I really knew my way around a computer, this is like six, seven years ago, and it would type up, you know, it would autofill whatever was most recently looked at. And she, like, her heart was like, oh, that's so sweet. He's looking up ways to give me a Oh my facial. God, that's hilarious. Buy me a spa treatment. Yeah. But she thought I was trying, like, looking for amateur style, like how I could do it on my own for cheap. And then. The site actually Did popped she... up, and she realized it was far from that. How many women have been in that position? Probably I always say that clear your browser histories, people. Um, okay. No, just just use uh, Chrome and go incognito. You don't have to worry about anything. It's fantastic. Okay. That's great. You know, that might be the biggest tip of sex Chrome. tip we've ever given to anyone. Chrome? Chrome browser. Chrome browser. Incognito. And uh, Bing is actually not a great search engine for many things, but it is the best for porn. Who the hell uses Bing? No one, uh, porn users. Only for porn. I read an article they found their the other niche. day. I saw an article, and they were talking about how Bing became capitals of porn, and uh, they're right. You know what? They're probably happy. They're like, what the hell? We weren't doing well. And you know what? They, Sex sells. You got to go where you, you got to go where the money is. is yeah. All right. All right, Bing. Because I was like, what the hell is... I even hate when Bing just... I'm like, I didn't want to know about you, Bing. Bing tried so hard. Remember when they were trying really hard? Yeah. Bing, how do you Bing? But they'll have like thumbnails, and then you put the cursor over it, and most of them will show you a little preview, preview without actually clicking on it. Which Only is fantastic. on Bing, dude. You're like a Bing. Bing is pretty Bing. great. I for didn't porn. know that Bing's turned for porn, but you know what? Eventually, we all turn to sex anyway. That's great. Good for them. Great business model. Okay, let's get into some emails. This is all secondhand information. My friend tells me by by the way, He's dude. A total I deviant that's good to know. If miscreant. I start porn, I just I really do. I'm, I am going to be watching more porn this month. Uh, I am watching. Well, you gotta get that nipple going. You're gonna have to do something. I know. You know what's funny? I wouldn't even have brought up the nipple thing because you know when you're doing a show that you often sometimes when you're in the moment you don't really remember. I mean, the show. I know I'm in the zone, but sometimes you leave and you're like, I don't remember what happened or what. No I said. idea what happened. Yeah. Right. Everyone agrees to this. Who's on the radio? Mm-hmm. So my uh, new intern today said to me, Lori. She was like, Oh, so we're talking about masturbation month in the office, and she said, Oh, so right, you're gonna get your nipple orgasm. I was like, What? When? She goes, Yeah, you said it on the show like two weeks ago, and I was like, Oh my god, I gotta follow through with that. So thank God they listen. Yeah, I get such strange. Remember when you were talking about how uh, <laughs> whales without legs look like penises? I'm like, no, look no. like sausages. No, I don't remember saying that. Exactly. I'm like, anything's possible. I might have, but I don't remember. Okay, so everyone, I um, God, we've been getting we've been getting a lot of great emails lately because I love hearing from you and I read all your emails. Feedback at sexwithemily.com and a lot of them we answer and we're just getting a system in place. We're actually going to be 
we don't always we want to let you know that we read it. I hopefully you're just listening to the two shows a week that come out. But believe me, we've probably answered it. Um, if you've email, emailed us and we're trying to get to them all until I die, I will answer every single one. Um, but before we get into the first one about what the hell to do about your missing sex drive, I need to talk to you for a second about something that's super, super important and it's beyond masturbation. It has to do with, uh, toys. Oh no, it isn't. It actually works with masturbation. Good vibrations, you guys. Okay. Bought my first vibrator there. Learned how to have my first orgasm from the vibrator bought there, like my second one. Um, they're amazing, and they also are not just a store. It's the best place to buy toys online. Go to goodvibes.com. And if you click on the banner on my site, you can see, like, all my favorite toys. I tell you, I, like, down there, I've tried them all, and you'll know, like, oh, for clitoral, for couples. You'll just love it. Check it. And then they carry all the best brands. Um, and the magic wand, which you heard me, hear me talk about, Anderson, you plug it into the wall. You know the magic wand. Cadillac yeah, they've got the cordless now, right? Yes. It's coming out like any friggin' minute. I don't know if it's out at the, like like this week or next week. So you've got to get the cordless one. Um, oh, my, one of my new favorites is the um, WeVibe Tanga, which is like, I just wrote a blog about it. it. It's just this little bullet vibrator that just has kind of changed my life and my whole view on bullet clitoral vibrators. But, you know, read the blog. Uh, go to sexthelmy.com, click on the Good Vibrations banner, and also use code GVEMILY20 for $20, $20 off your order of 200 or more. Uh, get 15% off with with code EMILY. GV so, Emily. Yeah. Good vibes, G- Emily. GV Emily 20. And just go to sexthelmy.com. Love you all. Mean it. Thank you. Okay. Missing sex drive. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Thanks for emailing me. Hi, Emily. My question is about my sex drive. I've never really had one and was wondering if there are ways to increase this. I'm 25 and sometimes I feel like I should want sex more than I do. I've tried masturbating more and as I never orgasmed before, my friends convinced me to buy a vibrator, which has helped a lot. Although I still have never orgasmed during intercourse or even when I masturbate without my vibrator. Also, when I'm having sex with someone, it takes me a little while to get wet. Even when I masturbate, I have to always use lube. Is this normal? I've asked my doctor about vaginal dryness, and she just brushed me off. Any advice or help you could give me would be greatly appreciated, Celeste. Why are you laughing? I love, I love the idea of a doctor just brushing her off. Well, it, After she asks, it's probably a very uncomfortable, hard-to-ask question. Well, you know the thing that, that most medical doctor, like your, your gynecologist, whoever you go to, I mean, I've heard they have, like, one class on sexuality. Like, really, like, it's one class, maybe, that they skip. Who knows? And they don't know how to talk about a lot of them. And How is that people, all allowed? Because, you know, they're learning about how to give you open-heart surgery. I don't know. But they don't get trained in, like, how do you sensibly, how do you talk to people about sex? A gynecologist would know a lot Okay, maybe your guy knows better than your, your general practitioner. I could see the general practitioner. Okay, not okay, clue. sorry. I shouldn't say your gyno. I should say your general practitioner. Your gyno probably knows more than most. But here's the thing. And I think the gyno should try to bring it out of you. That If any doctor does, it does. But for men not going to a gynecologist, it's really uncomfortable to talk to your doctor too, man to man, to bring it up. And then sometimes when you do, they're kind of like, eh, I don't know, take this pill or whatever. You know, it's just. I have a really attractive doctor. She's, oh, no. She's Russian. And but you don't want to tell everybody your sexual hot. dysfunction? No, I don't. Well, I don't have any yet, but I'm worried about that. I'm worried about the prostate exam. Yeah, exactly. Me. I'm well, are you worried about, about it or are you like counting the days? Yeah, part of me is like, hey, I have a little bit of a, an issue. I'm going to go make an appointment. <laughs> Whereas, like, if it was just some old man with bad breath, I don't know if I'd make an appointment. Everybody, they don't tell the... Yeah, I use condoms every single time. I, You know what I'm saying? People lie... Yeah. So, they lie to their doctors or they don't want to talk about sex with their doctors. Although, you are looking forward to it. You have a hot Russian... That's not a good idea. Hot Russian doctor. <laughs> Is that why you go to her? No, she's really good. Sometimes I go a little more often than I should, but I think it's good. I think it works out, right? It's like when I was a kid, and I I wouldn't want to go to school. But do you get a bone? Like, is it the point where you get erect? No, no. But she did spit a little bit in my mouth. What? Making out of you? She was talking to me, and she was looking in my mouth. I had my mouth open, and she was talking to me, and a little bit of spit flew out of her mouth and went into mine, and she was mortified. She was so sad, like, worried and upset and Did you, like, lick it and say, I will taste this spit forever? I have not eaten anything or gargled since. Exactly. It's been, like, a year and a half. Um, Okay, so... Why the hell? Oh, doctors. Her doctor brushed No, I'm like, where the hell are you? The doctor brushed her off. And I think that, like, she's like, oh, you're fine or whatever. I just think also doctors are busy these days. They see always. But, you know, they got a patient going and they often don't take the time, which is why you should listen to my show. Email me. Go see. You know, try to find some good resources. There are people who can help with questions like me and others in your world. And it might not be your doctor, but you should try anyway. Whatever. I don't know what I'm fucking saying. Let's just answer your question. Here's the thing, Celeste. You have to stop shooting all over yourself. 
She's shooting. She's shooting. I should do this. I should do that. Why don't I want this? Why don't I want that? Shooting. I've never heard that. I'm not sure if I'm a fan of it. I should do. Why? Because it sounds like something yeah. bad. Sounds like oh, it's like, it's like yeah. the it's like the patty joke. Well, here's the thing: putting unnecessary pressure and stress on yourself does more harm than good. We all know that. So just chill, because having low sex drive is the most common sexual challenge that most women face. Are you under stress? Are you taking medications? Any depression, anxiety, self confidence issues? All these factors affect your affect your sex drive. Having issues with your spouse, it happens. Happens to men too, right, Anderson? Sometimes you just don't want sex. Or never, that never happens. Not a night. I don't like it. Happens with women more, I got to say. So you got to figure out, you got to get to the bottom of it. You can go to your doctor, get a checkup. You know, if you find out that it's meds, you could get them altered. You can just try, you know, different like estrogen, testosterone therapy. But you're only 25 years old. So here's the thing. I think that you're really overthinking this and worried a lot about it where I think you're completely, you're still exploring your body, which I love. Um, it's totally acceptable that you had your first orgasm with a vibrator and you haven't been able to orgasm with someone else. Welcome to the club. It that's, happens. That's most women, right? Yeah, it's totally fine. You're on your sexual way. Happy Masturbation Month. Go to it. So use lots of lube. Right, Anderson? We love lube. Lube should be on every single nightstand. Lube can help you have orgasms if you're masturbating. It can help enhance the experience. You don't get as wet, okay? That is completely normal for women and fine. Using lube is highly recommended. That's and, why there is lube. That's why for lube women exists. That don't get wet. But you know There's my a big, lot of lube out there. Exactly. And my reasoning with lube is that a lot of women feel shame because there is a stigma attached to it where they think, well, he's going to think I'm not turned on or there's a problem and I don't want to hurt his feelings, so therefore I don't want to bring out the lube. And Stop guy, worrying about guys. They're fine. They do, though. And, but the guys don't want to pull out the lube because they're like, oh, I'm not making her wet and I don't want to even recognize that that's happening. But mm. let me tell you something, guys. There's certain times a month where women will be really turned on. doesn't matter. Same thing. Having sex, she did the same thing this time. And then a week later, she's not. Our bodies change over time. Our bodies change from week to week. And so just use friggin' lube. Here's the other thing. Um, if you're using your toys, water-based lube is always best. And another thing, maybe you're not getting enough foreplay, finally. Like, I mean, I get that you're not wet, but have you ever thought, like, are you warming up? Is he going down on you? How's the foreplay going? Figure that part out, too. So there's lots of things here. Don't trip on any of this. You are exactly where you need to be. Just keep exploring, having fun, use lube, communicating, good times. Sex drive, we're going to get it back. Figure out all those things and go see your doctor. We should check it, check out if you haven't. Okay. Emily. If a girl has sex with a guy and she thinks it was horrible, what are the chances of her doing it again with that guy? This is obviously from Joe. A guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I also want to say when you email me, please tell me where you live and um, how you listen to the show and how, how old, old you are. are. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Joe, I got good news for you. Women are not as worried about it as you think. The first time. Well, it's the first time really that great with anyone. Usually if it is, it's because like it's the newness or you wasted or whatever. But really the first time is not as good as like. The first time is just more about the act actually being completed. It's more like and, the anticipation. Right, we've been there now. We've we've crossed that threshold and now we get to move on and actually do things and, you know, try different things. Exactly. The first one is just getting across the line. Right. It's not even, it's not often that great for anyone. And if you challenge me on this, I'll say, you know, maybe like, you know, maybe you were drinking or yeah, it was the only time the first one has to be great is if you know it's going to be the last one. You know what I mean? Right. Like if it's a one night stand, stand. make sure that it's really good. (sighs) Like a buzzkill one night stand if you like can't get it up or something and you're afraid they're going to like put it out on Twitter or something. Right. It's a problem. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Okay, so don't worry about it. Women are far more lenient than you think, Joe. Like, we're not thinking, like, even if you, like, ejaculated too quickly. I don't know why you were bad, actually. This is what I kind of want to know what he did because he didn't tell know. me. Like, like, I'm thinking, like, women are pretty forgiving about sex, you know, unless you insisted on, like, trying on her underwear or something or, you know, called her by the wrong name more than once. They're, you know, can't, we're, we're pretty lenient, even if you can't. Don't you think? Yeah, yeah, I think that ladies and are very. Some girls much might more be turned on by the end of We're really, we're super lenient and we're cool about it. So but you guys do talk more about it. Than guys. We talk about it, but here's the thing: if she likes you, she was in bed with you, and you didn't do anything that was super offensive. I'm sure it's fine. Do you have was a history together? Yeah. Well, was she laughing at your junk and then she laughed? I'm just kidding. I mean, what happened? I think it's fine. Don't overthink this. You're totally tripping on it. And so, um, you know, it really depends. You know, and also like how she feels. Ask her out again, but don't worry about it. And also. Um, I was going to say, if she's willing to try it again in the bedroom, let her take the lead. Pay more attention this time. See what she wants. Um, move slowly. All that stuff. But I think you're going to get a second round. Guys, we're, we all worry about this stuff. But believe me. We, I mean, yes, if five times it was really bad, then, you know, I'd say it's time to call it quits. One time, don't trip. 
Okay, non-latex condoms. Dear Emily, I listen to your show frequently and I have a question. I'm going to hook up with a girl who's allergic to latex. I've heard you talk about your favorite non-latex condom. What is it? Thanks, Glenn. Well, Glenn, I'm going to tell you. It's skin. It's S-K-Y-N condoms, um, and they're made of polyisoprene, which is a non-latex material, which is, you know, super durable. And it actually, like, they come lubricated. They come in a bunch of different kinds, but they truly, like, their tagline is, like, the closest thing to wearing nothing. And literally, they actually feel like you're wearing nothing and they feel really good and they're durable and I I love them because the thing about latex is the more you're exposed to latex you could actually develop a latex allergy over time so just go safe and get skin I think they're great you can get them at like drugstores and all over um, that's strange that the more that you're exposed to it yeah, the more like doctors and usually, stuff usually like it's the other way around usually like, latex gloves like, you know, like, well you, you ease your, like if you ease your way into something your body gets used to it and builds up a resistance right. to it but not latex, latex. Yeah, yeah and they also have I just like the way they're packaged they have larger ones for the larger male they have lubes, all that stuff. I wonder what sells best. I bet the big ones sell best. Do you think guys just lie and they like cut them? I mean, but the thing is, what if you bought those just to look tough? That is, we were talking about this. My friend, she's like, you know what really pissed off her new boyfriend? Oh, my God. Was this Brandy Glanville maybe? Oh, Brandy Glanville. Do, do you know who she is from Real yeah. Housewives? Yeah, yeah. She was on my show last week. Oh, so funny. She was like something about, she's like her new boyfriend found condoms in her drawer. And she was like, you know. He wasn't so pissed about that. He was just pissed that they were magnum. They were yeah, that's always a bummer for guys. Like, oh, that actually won't fit me. Very oh, funny. Do they sell like small condoms? Like no, extra small? no, those they would should, never ever there sell. Are micro uh, micro phallus penises out there, dude. You don't want any condom that's small and anywhere around you. You don't want a book that's as small around you. Want nothing on your nightstand that's as small. Ex girlfriends that would love to buy them as parting gifts. Parting <laughs> gifts. You know what I mean? Mail him a box of really tiny little little yeah, condoms. Yeah, I got girls from like my past that would probably like love to send me some small condoms just as a fuck you every now and again, like on my birthday. Because you have a small penis, or just to make you? No, just be bitches. Yeah, exactly. Women, jerks. that's what they do. They go right for the penis. Um, so check those out. Okay, Emily, Emily, Emily. I'm 27 year old male. I'm listening. For, I'm listening from Wollongong, Australia. Well done. Thank you. I've been listening for about six months now. I love the show. I think you're doing a great job. My question is in regards to lack of sexual experience. I was with my high school sweetheart for seven years, closely followed by another long-term relationship for three years. My only other sexual experience being a single one-night stand. I'm currently in a year relationship with the girl of my dreams. She got pregnant the first time we slept together. And our daughter is now three months old. We had committed to each other before we found out she was pregnant, so we aren't just in it because of that. My partner has a lot more sexual experience than I do, ranging from sex with multiple people to bisexuality to many different scenarios, i.e. threesomes and stuff. And alike, he actually said. Uh, and while I don't care that she has experienced this, I'm rather glad she had the chance to. I find myself jealous that I haven't had the chance to try any of this myself. I should also say that I consider myself bi-curious, though never had the opportunity to go any further than fantasy. I know, Anderson, it's getting getting hot in here it's getting building here our sex life is great otherwise we own a few sex toys i.e vibrators flashlight basic bondage and plenty of lubes we are very open with each other she knows all this she doesn't like the idea of non-monogamy so that's out of the question my question is does this jealousy i'm feeling pass is there pass is there a way to get past it myself or do i just have to suck it up and deal with the everlasting curiosity would love any comment you have on my situation cheers b Thanks for an amazing show. Okay. What? What? Your face it says it all. Yeah, that's a tough one. Dude, there are so many multi layers here. So here's the thing, B. How old's B? People tell me how friggin' old you are. In Australian. 27. He told me he wins. You win, B. He's 27 and told me where he lives in Australia. Okay. I love him. That's plus 10 years, though, because Australian life is tough. So 37. Dude, you can't do that. Okay. You need to ask yourself, B, do you think you'll ever be able to accept the fact that you aren't able to explore these curiosities? Because then you'll have to make peace with it. In my opinion, I don't think these feelings will ever completely go away until you have the opportunity to fulfill the desires on your own. Like, I think he's not going to be... And if you're a bisexual, can we just get to the bisexual part? I mean, if you think you're bisexual and you've never tried... I mean, let's look at, like, Bruce Jenner, for example. Transgent came out as transgender. Did you watch that whole thing? I can't I believe you haven't even talked about it. I, I actually, watched the interview. I mean, 
which was not my style. But I'm like, you know what? I Everyone's know. gonna be talking about this. I'm I sick can't of believe being on we didn't friggin' tell. I feel like such a we have to. It's okay. okay. Here's the point. Everyone else. Everyone else has you guys. You all know. But what I'm saying is these kind of things. Like you're young. You're oh I. In what I know from you know the work I do is that typically it will not go away. You might repress it for a while, but it's something that you want to experience. Plus, so, you know what? With the bisexual for guys, um, yeah. I don't know if you agree with me here, but uh, maybe this is wrong to say or think. But I think most guys that consider themselves bi, they're they're gay. Yeah, or they're whatever people don't believe in bisexuality. There's some exploring. You I have think to that do. women can love or be attracted to other women too, because you guys are the attractive species. Right. I mean, attractive sex. No, the typically on the spectrum, like if you look at like the Kinsey spectrum, the whole thing. I mean, women are more fluid in our sexuality. Right. We're like the. The spectrum men are usually like in the Kinsey of sexuality, one to ten, you know, the right. whole scale. Yes, yes, yes. Men are more like one. Women can be like three, four, five. Like right. we're floose. Because men, you if you're guys bisexual. are good looking. Right. No, it's not. It goes yeah. deeper than that. That's like surface level. But listen, um, I think this isn't going to go away. So I think, and you said you tell her everything. You tell her that you think you're bisexual. You said you wanted to have some of these experiences. But have you told her the bisexual thing? So you got to get on that. Uh, regarding the jealousy, um, not sure this is going to subside either if it's not just jealousy. And I want to know, is it just jealousy or you really want to try these things? Because that's totally different. If you're just jealous, like there's some guys who are like, I can't believe you slept with all these guys and you had all these penises in your mouth and you're giving 62 blowjobs. Or you're jealous because you're like, damn, I want to experience that yeah, he's stuff. he's jealous on both sides. Probably. Yeah. So it's like all of it. There's a lot going on here. And so I just think you have to kiss his wife. He's got to communicate with her. Um, but I don't trip on the fact that you don't have as much experience as her, but just trip on the fact that you, you look at the fact that you actually want to try these things. Um, and there has to be some serious communication going on with her. And I would just bring it up. You've got nothing to lose. You guys are married. You're together. And uh, time to do it. Um She's married, right? Yeah, totally. Okay, whatever. You're in a long-term relationship. You got time. I don't even care if you guys have been together for one night. Or okay, let me put it this way: if you've been together for three months, you should be talking about your sex life. You should be talking about your desires and what you want and all that stuff. So people wait way too damn long. And you got to figure it out for the kid, for the kid's sake. You got to figure it. Even if that means therapy and totally being open and honest, you got to think about the kid first oh my God, before I your even... sexual charges. Yeah, I was just looking. I was like, wait, were they married yet? You have the kid. Exactly. I mean, so, yeah. because I mean, the... God obviously approves uh, of your relationship because right, uh, first right. bang, so congratulations. We were talking about first-time sex. Sometimes yeah. it's bad. Sometimes you have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. Um, well, for the good. sake of the kid, you got to do whatever it takes. You to... do have to do whatever it takes to make this work. And I'm telling you, it's not going to go away. I want you to stay with her. And I want you guys to maybe get some sexual things. You know, you can see a sex therapist, see a relationship therapist, ASAP. Okay. Here's a woman who has a hard time with doggy style. What's hard about that? You know, doggy style position. I'm familiar with it, yes. You know, it's funny. It's, it's men's favorite. It's I'd say it's like the top position that men can finish in most easily. Would you yeah. agree? Or top three? I don't know. Not for you. It's okay. Okay, a lot of men love it. Um, a lot of men think it's just because you can get your, you can get the deepest penetration in that position. So a lot of men like that. But here's Sarah. She's got issues with it. I love your podcast. My boyfriend and I have been having a hard time doing it doggy style. He's having a hard time staying, uh, staying in me. We have both done it before with other people, and I'm sure what the problem is. He's on the smaller side, and I do have a booty. Could that be the issue? Is there anything you could suggest to help us? I hope there's hope because I do love being in that position. That poor bastard. Well, okay. So there's a there's an issue here. It's the combination of size and technique. So, you know, a well-endowed man can hammer away in doggy well-earned style. Endowed. Well-endowed. <laughs> he has a full range of motion. You know, he's more of an anchor inside you. But a smaller penis can still make doggy style work. So do not be do not fret, Sarah. It's very pleasurably, I might add. But there needs to be less vigorous in and out. So we can't do the in and out. Totally fine. Let that go. But what caused because that's what's causing him to slip out so frequently. So instead, suggest to him that he uses more of a hip movement. Um, have him swivel his hips while he's thrusting, keeping his pelvis closer to your back end. Does that make sense to you? Uh, another good, does that make sense? Have him swivel his hips while he's thrusting, keeping his, so just don't have him go in and out, but he's more swiveling, okay? Yeah. Another good position, lay flat on your stomach on a bed or surface. Have him lay on top of you. So this limits his range of motion, so he'll have an easier time. You can he's also well put anchored a, that way. What? He's like He's anchored. more anchored, yeah, but you can also put a pillow underneath you, underneath your pelvis, so you still have that angle. But you're lying flat. The big butt that she was talking about. Yeah, it's getting in the way. Exactly. So just put like a little pillow under it. So, and the reason why you know, and also another thing that you can do 
is um no that's what that's I'm not even gonna go there with this one. I just think that you should um use a pillow and lie flat, and that also yeah limits range. Oh, here's another thing: the position that position that I just talked about laying down creates a tighter space. So what that means is there's more friction for him, and then there's a better likelihood likelihood of him hitting your G spot. Here's the other thing. One more thing about doggy style, I was just talking to Playboy magazine about this today, is that the thing about doggy style, for a lot of women, they can't have a G-spot orgasm until their clitoris is stimulated. And so this is a great opportunity for you to use a little clitoral vibrator. He can use his hands. You use your hands with lots of lube. Don't be shy about touching yourself and rubbing yourself because for a lot of women, it's actually, they have them at the same time during this position. So it can be so much better. So try some of these tweaks and let me know how it goes. And don't look over your shoulder and go, I think it's because you're too small. I yeah, my he already last knows he's like, were bigger and it stayed in. Yeah, exactly. And then he opens move. the drawer and sees the magnum. That is a bummer. But you know, she loves and wants to work with it. I love it. Those are some good tricks. What's it called? Um, What's it called when you... Tricks. Like in video games, like you learn that. What's it called when you're like... Cheats. Cheats. Yeah. These are like cheats on how to have it better. Sex Something cheats. Tricks. Sex cheats. That yeah. actually should be my next book. Not bad. Okay. How are we all doing here? Good We're luck. Good, good okay. luck with the little peen and the big butt there. Good luck. <sighs> Dude. It's a tough one. Do you ever do guys ever do you have any friends who have confronted you and said like I'm worried about my penis size? Mike Cather would every night. Oh dude, you're right. On yeah. Love Line. I'm on Love Line, you guys. We uh do Love Line. If you know what it is, it's check it out a past it's a podcast. It's my Sunday through Thursday. Ten to midnight. Check for your it's local true. affiliate. How do they find uh, their lot, local a lot, affiliates? A lot of uh, our markets actually are Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight. Okay. Lovelineshow.com? But if you ever have a... Yeah, lovelineshow.com. No, I think that might be uh, a little dormant right now. Oh, uh, okay. Whatever. Don't do that. We have some turnover and uh, this and that. We're getting that. But we're on Twitter and all that. This yeah. and that. You can find it. It's what were you going to say? It's like right. a legendary show. It's been on for over 30 years. 30 Dr. years. Dr. Dr. Drew. We have a good time. I'm on Thursday, so we'll the Friday podcast. For guys that think that they have small penises, um, I direct you, and everyone's seen the movie, but to um, The Hangover... With Ken Jung, who is a doctor, he's actually a real life doctor. He's as smart and as schooled as Dr. Drew. Actually, I used to have him fill in for Dr. Drew on uh, a daytime show that I produced with with uh, Dr. Drew back in really? the day, as well as Loveline. He filled in a few times. On oh Loveline. wow! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Super nice guy, really great guy. But Ken Jung does have microphallus, and he shows it in. I believe it's a Hangover. I'm like ninety percent. Okay, hangover. like it he's goes back. Naked. It's like very small. It's like it looks Micro. like a thumb. Mm-hmm. It looks like a baby's thumb. It looks very small. Anytime you're really feeling bad about it yourself, look for that. You can probably find <laughs> gifts of it online. Uh, there are people and you'll out feel there with much better about yourself. Penises than yourself. Women are not as concerned about it as you are. Plus, yeah, you're not my. You're you're not uh, junk. No, and also, like I talked about this in the show a few weeks ago, I believe, or all the time, that women. A study came out that showed that eighty percent of men are like worried about it. It's like one of their top concerns about their penis. It's much deeper And only than 40% that. of women like care yeah. at all. If you're so worried can about you guys penis... just listen to that? Whatever, do we need to get through you analytics? Do you need some visuals? But if you're worried about your penis, you, you're, it's, chances are you're worried about something else and you're just kind of blaming it on the penis. You think they're using oh, the yeah, penis yeah. as a scapegoat? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh, yeah, guys that are obsessed membrane. about their penis and the size of their penis, there's plenty of other issues that you're just avoiding and just yeah, focusing so just on the transfer penis. to another issue and then you'll have better sex. Because you know what? Again, that we talked earlier, the woman on the sh- who called him, who, we should take bringing callers, who wrote about their sex drive is that that our body issues and body image and worried about like how we look in bed, how we look naked are one another big killer of our sex drives. Emily. Anderson. What? <laughs> You're a well-traveled uh, sexual I woman, am. right? Uh, yeah. How many how many times, honestly, have you been really disappointed by the size of a penis? Well-traveled, hilarious. I was like, you mean my trip to Vietnam? Um, uh, how many times in my life have I been disappointed by the size of a penis? Like, like disappointed. Like where you've seen it for the first time or you're feeling it for the first time and you're like, ah, shit. You know, not, I can't even remember any time. Yeah, see? Guys settled no. down. No, and I was trying to think because I wanted to be really honest with everyone. So there was one guy who was small, but he, there was way other bigger problems. Well, that's right? a bummer. There yeah, so it wasn't about that. So, Anderson, tell me about uh, Film yeah, Vault this if week. If you have a small dick and you're a selfish uh, guy in bed. Exactly. Loser. That was his thing. So I was like, ugh, why am yeah. I putting up with this and you're not even like, you know. Here's the thing. Small penis too. We You're known for a lot of them. Really great oral sex and pleasing a woman. 
Yeah, you got to compensate. You got to overcompensate in other areas. Okay, how what how are you? What? Tell me about them. Last week, actually, we just did our our five year anniversary uh, episode. Which congratulations, the listeners, the longtime listeners. uh, I think they enjoyed it. We did a retrospect. We looked back a lot. Now we're back to the meat and potatoes. What makes the show go? And this week, uh, we did top five summer movie previews. So. There's 140 m- movies coming out this summer, in between now and uh, the end of summer. What's the one you're most excited and, about? And uh, I went over, I think, about 10. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, we, you know, I, I scoured all of them, read about all of them, looked up everything. This is the winter preview and the summer preview are the two that I put in a ton of research. So but you can't, obviously I, can't see them yet, so you're just reading and then you're predicting? Yeah, and we're predicting because, we, you know, we see who's in it. We see what the caliber of writer, director, you know, and the, the track record. So... Usually we're pretty good. We're about eighty percent, uh, maybe ninety percent for me. Uh, Sounded like a like a humble brag, but uh, of the movies that I actually recommend, as summer movies and winter movies, turn out to be you great. Like the movie last year, Whisperer. Last year, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, which no other than the actual real Comic Con nerds were excited about. It. That was my number one most anticipated movie, and uh, it ended up being like the smash hit of the summer. Dude, I didn't like good. it as much. What a as skill! Everyone, what a skill! But, yeah, yeah. Okay, so check out the Film Vault. Check out Anderson. And um, Anderson, okay, comes to you guys again, May 15th, oh. Hustler Hollywood. What? And we talked about Roar. Roar is this crazy movie. What is it about? It's about 120 big cats, and they actually, like, and Melanie Griffith's in it, and it's from 1981, and they actually, like, maimed 70 of the cast and crew. There was, like, over 1,000 stitches administered. It's being re-released? Roar. It never got released in the, in the United States oh, back that's in the day, so cool. and now it's just seeing the light of day. I went into depth about Roar. Okay, I love when you do that. Okay. Okay, love it. All right, check it out. 15th, go see Emily. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all on my, it's kind of on my website, social media. Follow me on Twitter, Sex with Emily, Facebook, Sex with Emily, Instagram, all that stuff. Just do it. If you you like the show, it's kind of like you get me during the day. You get some funny little information, you get blogs, you get good shit. Okay, so everyone, thanks for listening to the show. Oh, we need interns. We're hiring, uh, be an intern. It's super fun. You get lots of sex toys and good times and free sex tips 24-7. Thanks so much. And also, uh, yeah, do you like the show? Tell your friends about it. Like, friends don't friend, don't friends don't let friends not have the best sex of your life, so tell them. And uh, thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Hey, everyone. Okay, we're going to continue the conversation about penises just for another little second here, because some penises... They're all like snowflakes, just like vaginas. Some last longer than others. They look different. They're big, they're small. And not everyone lasts as long in bed as they can. During the show, we talked about sex drive and people's different times they want to have sex. There's also people, women, take typically longer to orgasm during sex. Women take between 20 and 40 minutes. Men, six to eight minutes. So that is an orgasm gap. Promescent is a quickly absorbing delay spray you put on your penis. No one has to know you're using it. Wait 10 minutes, and you will last twice as long as you last now. And sex will still feel amazing. It's the only FDA-approved treatment for premature ejaculation, but also just used to last longer in bed and have a good time. So everyone gets theirs, you know what I'm saying? So go to promescent.com, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Thanks for listening. Love you.